um, of the Medrash Rabbah on Eicha. That's the main Medrash uh, which goes on all the sections of the Torah, uh, on the Chumashim, and it's also on the uh, on the writings, on the uh, prophets, on the writings. So this is from the Medrash Rabbah on the Eicha. And the um, statements were given by the Taranoim, those were the earlier sages, um, and um, so he starts off like this: Rabbi Abba Bar Kahana Posach. This Rabbi Abba Bar Kahana, he opened up when opened up mean when they started to speak about the lamentation. They started talking about. So he opened up with a verse, and the verse is from Yeshaya, uh, chapter ten, verse thirty. It says. Tzali koilech bazgalim, hakshivi lisha aniya anosis. He's going to uh, interpret this entire verse of Yeshaya to see what it means. Tzali koilech means let your voice um, uh, be uh, singing, uh, voice be heard. So he says like this, Omar Yeshayahu li Yisrael, Yeshayahu, this is the prophet, Yeshayahu was saying to Israel, Instead of you, that you are saying songs and singing in front of the idol worshippers or in front of the uh, those who serve the stars, Tzali Koilech, why don't you make your voice heard with the words of the Torah, let your voice be heard in the shul. So you should use your voices to study the Torah, use your voices to uh, in the shuls. I guess the Jewish people at the time in exile, um, they were uh, spending time either earning their living or being... Uh, subservient uh, to them. It looks like it was their choice to go ahead and uh, be using their talents. I mean, one can extend this also to any talents that we have. Instead of using your talents and your abilities for not positive things, use your energies into the um, into the positive, into the shul, into the words of Torah. He calls, he refers to the Jewish people as Bas Galim, the daughter of a wave. A gal is a wave, it's called a gal. Why are we called uh, Bas Galim? Why are we like a daughter? The Jewish people are called daughter of the wave. Why? What's the connection to a wave? So he says like this Ma Galim Shall the waves are distinguished in an ocean full with water. A wave is distinguished. So your fathers were distinguished. They were pointed. You can tell them in the world. They were unique. They were special. Another interpretation is Bas Galim. We have to read it as Bas Goilim. A daughter of people that have been Bratin de Galvoi, those are daughters of people that have always been in exile, they've always been moving. Like, you know, the Jewish people, 
has always been the wandering nation. It's a wandering nation. They started wandering in the desert. And from there, they've been expelled from one country to the other country. They've always been traveling. So he says like this, another, how do we see this? It started way back, this traveling and this transferring from one place to another goes back way to the story in the Bible with our forefathers. That's why we're a daughter of those who were exiled, because our fathers have been moving from place to place. By Bitesh Avram, the daughter of Avram, we are the daughters, a Jewish people, daughter of Avram. What does the verse say with regards to Avram and Breshishud base? It says, That talks about when God said to Abraham, he should go to the land of Canaan. And then the verse continues to tell us that there was a hunger in the land. So he had to go down to Egypt. So he was already wandering over then. Now, same thing goes by Yitzchak. Yitzchak, Isaac, the second of the forefathers. Shekosu boy. Over there it says in Breshis Perik Chavov. Over there too that there was a hunger. So Vayelech Yitzchak Alavi Melech. Melech Plishtim Grora. He traveled to Abimelech, the king of Plishtim, to Grora. And also the next, the final, the third forefather is the daughter of Yaakov, Shekosuboy. It says in Breshis Chavchez Vayelech Paden Aram. When he was running away from his brother Esav, he also traveled. So these are all examples where our forefathers, instead of staying in their one place, in the home, they were always traveling. They were forced, basically. But this wasn't something that they chose, like one would go for a trip today or go for, uh, for a honeymoon or uh, go traveling. People travel to see the world. But this was a traveling that they were, was forced upon them uh, for the circumstances that uh, were at the time. Further, the Pesach says, so this is the meaning of Tzali Koylich Bas Galim, either waves or Goylim, the exile. Then it says, Hakishivi, pay attention. What does he say, Kishivi? What should they pay attention? Hakishivi li mitzvah listen to my commandments. Hakishivi li divrei Torah, listen to the words of the Torah. Hakishivi li divrei nevuah, pay attention to the words of prophecy. Because... The prophet was trying to get the Jewish people to better their ways. They were warning them that the destruction is going to come if they're not going to better their way. So he's asking them to turn and listen. <laughs> Pay attention to do righteous and do good deeds. To give the rights of Maizim Then he says to them, Hakshiva, listen. Or else he says, Lisha. What does Lisha mean? He says, Vim Lav. Lisha, if not, then there's going to be Lisha. What is? Then the lion will go upon you. If you don't pay attention, then this lion. Who is this lion referring to? Zen Nebuchadnezzar Harasha. This is a reference to the evil Nebuchadnezzar. Lisha is another word for a laish, is another word for a lion. By With regards to Nebuchadnezzar, it is said that he was compared, he was equated to a lion. His destruction, the fact that he destroyed Jerusalem and Israel, he's equated to a lion. Because there is a verse in Yermia chapter 4, verse 7, it says, The lion has gone up from his hut or from his place where he is. He's gone up and he's destroyed. So therefore, the Lisha 
is a reference to the Nebuchadnezzar. And then it says, Aniya Anosis. The poor one. The Jewish people are referred to as poor. What are we poor? We're not just talking about monetarily that they're poor. We are poor, Aniyim and Atzadikim. We are poor of righteous people. We don't have any more righteous people. We're poor. Uh, we're also poor of words of prophecy. I guess it's been diminished. There's not been that many prophets anymore. And also, we're also poor. We don't have mitzvahs. We don't have uh, good deeds. So that's why we're referred to as Aniyah, the first one. Anosis. Uh, so he says uh, that if not, he says Anosis Ha'ansusa Osi Umislabeloch. If you're not going to sort of shape up and better your ways, then Anosis, meaning I'm going to bring a prophet who comes from the city of Anosis, and he will prophesy upon you because. Uh, that was the prophecy he was referring to Dixiv in Yirmiya Aleph Aleph. This is referring to Divre Yirmiya ben Chilkiyo min Akoyanim Asher Banosis. Because Yirmiya was the prophet who basically foretold and he was the one that rebuked them. So Hashem said, I'll bring you that prophet who will go ahead and he will uh, rebuke him. Now, what happens? This, was, this is from the verse. Of Yeshayahu. But Kivan Shabbat Punanus. So once the punishment has come, which the destruction has come, Koinen Alehem. So he was mourning for them or he was lamenting on them. Eicha Yoshua Badadi Eicha. This was the opening before he started to expound on the verse of Eicha. The next rabbi who uh, started off was Rabbi Abba Barkanda Posach. He started, before he started to teach the Eicha, he started off with the following verse. He started with a verse in Yirmiya, chapter 9, verse 12, Yirmiya Tesyud base. It says, Mi ha'ishachachem. Who is the man who has wisdom? The Yovin as Zois will understand this. V'asher diber pi Hashem And to whom... God's mouth has spoken, and let him relate. Alma of the Haaretz. Why was the land lost? Why was the land Israel, Jerusalem, the land of Israel, lost? Kimidbar over It became like a desert without anybody traveling through there. Vayomer Hashem. Hashem says, the reason is al ozvam estoidosi asher nosati lifneim, because they neglected the Torah that I've given before them, they didn't listen, they didn't hearken to my voice, and they didn't follow the Torah. So we learned in the Brayset, if you see, if you witness, that there are cities that are being uprooted in Israel, Da, you should know that the reason why they're being uprooted is because they did not pay the money for soifrim, for scribes, 
and for teachers because they did not provide for the education for the community and as a punishment they deserve to be uprooted. Shenemar, as the verse states, of the is why was the land lost? God says because they neglected the Torah. So that is because they didn't pay for the people to be able to teach Torah. The Gemara relates, the, the marriage relates, Rabbi have a Asi that he was sending to Rabbi Asi and Rabbi Ami, Rabbi, the Yifkun v'yitaknun kreita da'ar Israel. They should go out and they should fix a city in the land of Israel. So, so they went up to the city. Uh, he sent them to make some fixing in a land, so he sent them, so he told them, so they came into that city, they wanted to do some, some corrections to fix over there to, to the city. So he said, they said to the people, Bring us the guards of the city, the people that guard, that protect the city. So they brought the head of the police and the place of the uh, people, the, 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 the people that are for protecting the city. So they would say to them, to the people that brought them, these are the people that guard the city. Ilan those are the people that destroyed the city. Apparently, some of those people were corrupted also, and they weren't uh, proper. They weren't. They were the powerful people in the city, and they took advantage and they did things. And I said, these are not the guards of the city. These are because what he said. What I meant, the Amrulahon So who are the guards of the city? If these are no good, so who do you want us to bring? Amrulai He says those. He said to him, those are the teachers the scribes, and those who teach. They study, and they learn. They guard the Torah by day and by night. As it says in Yeshua, that you shall study the Torah by day and night. So the verse states in Tehillim, if God does not build the house, the builders are wasting, they're in vain, they're building. The effort that the builders are building, if God isn't going to build it, then they're wasting their time, those builders. If God does not protect the city, in vain, the guard is diligent, trying to protect the city, because protection comes from Hashem. So the uh, end of the day is that you need the Neturikat. They said, Motsinu, we find, that God even forgave them or let them let them go even though they did idol worship yet God forgave them also is promiscuous uh, relationships that they had promiscuity God 
forgave them as well. Even for pouring blood for killings, God sort of forgave them. So you see something very powerful, but but the fact that the Jews rejected the Torah, that Hashem did not forgive. Even though for the most severest of sin, He sort of forgave them, He forgave, He means He didn't take any action, He let it go for now. But yet He would not let down let go for the rejection of Torah. For the Mishto Shinemar, of the Horetz. It says, why was the land lost? So the answer is not because of idol worship, for promiscuity, or for pouring blood. That's not written. So when you say, why was the land lost? When you say, why was this lost? doesn't say for any of the most severest of the sin. What does it say? Just because they neglected and they did not Occupy themselves in Torah. They said, look at the verse that it says. This is a verse in Yirmiya, Tezayin, Pasuk Yudalov. It says like this. He says two things. The verse says there, when he was lamenting the, the prophet, it says, They have neglected me, and they didn't keep the Torah. So literally, it's uh, what does it mean? If they left, if they neglected me, so that's already included everything. You know, they neglected God and everything that comes from God. So, of course, they didn't keep the Torah because they don't keep God. They don't do everything. Why is the verse saying here, they neglected me and they didn't keep my Torah? Because this is sort of Hashem proclaiming, is saying, Halavai oisi oizavu. Hashem is not saying that. He says, I would be happy even if they neglected me, as long that Viterosi Shemoru, that if at least they would keep the Torah. So you're going to say, what is it going to help us if they don't believe in God, and if they don't neglect God, what is it going to help to study the Torah? Because the Torah is God's Torah, and if they don't believe in God, if they're not going to, if they're neglecting God, so what's the purpose in Torah? But the Pasuk says, Metoich Shehoyu Asukim Boy, because when, because they would be occupied in Torah, the inner luminary that's in the Torah, the Torah has a power to bring people back to good. Because when you study the Torah, the Torah, so if you neglect Hashem, but you still continue studying Torah, the Torah has the power to turn you around inside of Torah and make you return to Hashem also. And that's why Rabbuna Omar Rabbuna said, you should study Torah even not for the sake of heaven. Let's say a person has ulterior motives why he studies Torah. So one will say, okay, listen, I'm not doing it for the proper purpose. I'm not doing it to study Hashem's Torah for the mitzvah. I'm just doing it to get knowledge. I'm doing it to, to exercise intellectual uh, wisdom. I just want to but he says, you should always study Torah, even though you're not doing it, you're not doing it for the name of Hashem, because that because of learning it not for the purpose, eventually it will lead you to learning it for the sake of Torah. You will come around. It may be a little bit uh, difficult right now, but eventually 
you will count around. Rabhuna Rabhuna Omar. Uh Omar Rabbi Yeshu ben Levi. Rabbi Yeshu ben Levi says, Kol Yoim Vayoim Baskul Yoitseis Maharchairu Vemedis that every day there is a voice that comes out from the Mount Chorei, that's the Mount Sinai. And that says, that voice says, Woe to the people from the embarrassment of Torah. Because, embarrassment of Torah, because the Torah was given from Sinai. And when people don't preoccupy themselves with the Torah, the Torah is embarrassed. So this is an embarrassment for the Torah, that they're not studying Torah. So the there's a voice that comes out and says, Woe to the people. Now the the reason explained in some places is what what is the purpose of the of this voice if we don't hear it anyway. So what's the purpose of it? So it's brought down that even though we may not hear it, but that's sort of a call to us. It's our soul hears it. It's a call for um, turning to Hashem. Shmuel Tony Lob Shem Rab Shmuel Barami. Shmuel learned the following in the name of Rab Shmuel Barami. When could the government make bad decrees and their decrees are successful against the Jewish people? He says, When the Jews throw the words of the Torah to the ground, that's when the non-Jews have success. As it says in the verse in Daniel, Perichas Paskut Beis, Utsvot Inosein, Al Hatomid Bepesha. That the, the, the order was given about the Tomid for the sin, meaning that if it's the neglect, neglect of the Torah is when they are successful as the cause of this. Ain't Tzvo Ela Malchus. He says, Tzvo is Malchus. That Tzvo represents armies, represents the kingdom, the governments. As the verse states in Yeshayach of Dalit, Yifkait Hashem al Tzvo Hamorim. May Hashem will will count the uh, the, the armies, but it's uh, um, of, of the heavens. Um, so that's Tzava references the Malchus Hatomid. Uh, so the governments will be given Al Hatomid. The Tomid here is the Eli Yisrael. That's references the Jewish people are called Tomid. You should always study Torah. So the Jews are called because they, I guess they're supposed to study Torah. And Bepesha is of the sin, Bepesha Shal Torah, this is the neglect of Torah. So basically, Kozman, Shema Yisrael, Mashlichim Divrei Torah, for as long as the Jewish people throw the words of Torah to the ground, Hamalchus Yigizeres Matzlacha, so that the government decrees and is successful. Shedemar, as it says, in Daniel Perichas Pesgueva Tashlech Emes Arzo, that you throw the truth to the ground. What does it mean that throw, throwing the truth to the ground? Because truth is Torah. Torah is called the truth. Purchase truth, don't sell truth. Truth is a reference here to Torah in Mishlech of Gimel. So we say, Vatashlech Emes Arzo. If you throw the words of the Torah to the ground, then the governments are successful. That's why the Pasuk says in Daniel, And she did, and she was successful. That would be if, again, when the Jews neglect the Torah. 
Zanach Yisrael Toiv Oyviv That when the Jews neglect Toiv, what's good, then the enemy begins to chase them. Because when we say they neglect good, what does good mean? Good is a reference to Torah. Shinemar, the post says, I've given you a good portion. So the Torah is referred to as Toiv. So he says, The Babakana said, the nations of the world never had such great philosophers equal to Kibilam ben Pa'ir Nimus Hagardi. These were the two Bilam, we learned in the Torah portion Bilam, and Amnimus Hagardi. These were the two greatest philosophers that the nation of the world for them. Amrulahem, so when the, the, the nations said to these uh, uh, philosophim, Says, Are we able to start up with this nation? Can we start up with the Jewish people? Do we have the power to, to start up with them? So they said to them, These are the prophets, the philosophers, and the greatest said to them like this. What you need to do is you must go around and look what's going on in their shuls. If the children are uh, squeaking with their voices, meaning they're studying, then you are not, you won't be able to conquer them. That means that they're studying Torah. But if they don't, then you will be able to conquer them. Because God has already promised them. Because God promised them, this is the verse in Bereshit Chavzayim Chobayis. Hakoyel kol Yaakov this was actually said, the hands, the voice is Yaakov's voice. And the hands are Esau's hands. That was a reference to the fact that when Yaakov spoke to his father, he sounded very gentle. But when his father felt him, he had his hairy hands. His like, so it says the voice is Yaakov's, it's Jacob. The hands are Esau. So what are we expounding this to mean? So it means like this. As long as you have the voice of Yaakov in the shuls, in the houses of study, then you don't have Esau's hand. But if we don't have the squeaking voices in the shuls and in the study halls, then you have a Yedaim then the hands of Esau, then the Goyim have their hands strong. Likewise, we find in the verse, it says in Isaiah, in Yeshaya, Perik, Hey, Pasuch of Dalet. Now, there's, the verse is like this, Lachain, Kachol Kash, L'shoin Eish. Very strange verse. It says, just like straw will be eating up a tongue of fire, usually goes the other way, a tongue of fire will eat up the straw. But this verse says, just as straw will uh, consume the uh, fire, the tongue of fire. V'cheshash lahova yirape shorsham kemak yia upircham kavak yala. Let's see exactly how it touches here. What does it mean that a straw will eat a tongue of fire? V'chiyesh kash echelish. Is there then such a thing as a straw that eats the fire? But the worst, it works the other way around. Usually the fire is what consumes what eats the straw. 
And you're saying like a uh, straw would eat the tongue of fire. Ella. So here is what is this ring like this? Kash, the straw, is referencing the base social Asaf. That is represents Asaf's house, the house of Asaf, of the Edomite. That's their house. Shunemar. As the verse in Avadia chapter one says. The home of Jacob will be like fire. And the house of Joseph will be like a extreme, huge fire. And the home of Esau will be like straw. Basically to say in that verse uh, that Jacob and Joseph will take revenge from Esau for all the, all the tzoros we have from Esau from the Romans and from all the troubles that we got from the descendants of Esau. Uh, they will, their house will be fired, they will consume uh, Esau. But nevertheless, we call his home Kash. So in this verse, when it says when Kash eats, that's his uh, and Esh. And when we talk about the tongue of fire, is the basis of Yaakov, because we called it, we just in this verse we see that Yaakov is called the fire. The Chashash Lahova Yirpa and the flame. That's the basis of Yosef, because it's a larger fire. So we say, uh, their roots, uh, which are the forefathers of the Jewish people, I'm not sure exactly the, the translation of that word, uh, and they there will blossom, uh, just as dust goes up, is a reference to the Shvatim, those are the blooming, the, the, the flowers of the Jewish people, the tribes. So he says like this, So why will the straw be able to do all these bad things to the Loshen Eish, to the tongue of fire, which is Jacob, to the Chashash Lohav Yerapa, that's the uh, house of Joseph and the rest of the tribes. Why? As the post says in Shaya Kimosu as teiras yidut svokos vaat amrut kodesh yisrael nitzu, because they have neglected, they have rejected the Torah of Hashem, of Hashem tzvokos, of a God, the host, and another. The verse says also kodesh yisrael niat, so they have profaned the holy of Amrav Yudim. So the Yudim says kimosu as teiras Hashem tzvokos. When they said they rejected the Torah of Hashem, that refers to the oral Torah. And the once they are have thrown the words of Torah to the ground, he's clear. That's why he cried a Yaakov. So basically, what we learned over here was that uh, it's really our actions, it's really what we do. Uh, so the result of it is if we don't study the Torah and if we don't uh, do the mitzvahs and we don't do what's right, that's why we have the Beis Amikdash. Why are we learning about this? To tell us that if we want the Beis Amikdash back and we want to be able to uh, see the glory of the Jewish people, then we have to strengthen ourselves in the uh, study of Torah and the mitzvahs. But one thing also comes across very strongly over here that the study of Torah is actually a very, very 
uh, important part of all this, in a way even more than the mitzvahs. And he says that we learned that he um, sometimes Shem tolerates other things. But the question is why? But I think we learned the key to it is if you study, eventually the study will have an effect on you. So even though you may have the wrong reasons or you may uh, not have the purest of intentions uh, when you're studying Torah, but eventually it has such a power in it, it has such a inner power in it that if you do it even for the wrong reasons, but eventually it'll get you to do, do the right way, it'll get you to do the right thing. So you keep on studying, you know, even though um, um, sometimes there's an expression that study, study, if you learn Torah for the wrong reasons, it can actually um, uh, make you worse than you, than, than you know study. But eventually, I mean, for the short term, it's, it's bad for the short term, but for the long term, it'll actually hopefully get you out from the uh, rut and bring you better to a, to a better place. Okay, that's the lesson for the yeah. Oh yeah, but over here yeah yeah. So here they destroyed the first temple and they went to Babylon right. Mm-hmm. And in Babylon they wrote the Talmud right. Oh. So would you have the Talmud if they didn't go to Babylon? Good point. Well, it's, uh, everything is everything destined destined by Hashem yeah. to what happened. But the question becomes yeah. I'm yeah. Just using it as a, yeah. Yeah. Great. No. Great. Yeah, but one, one, one can argue and say that, well, they could have had the Talmud in, in Israel if they didn't go there. I mean, it didn't have to be in Babylonia. No. But yeah. But but you're right. Yeah. There's, there is that. Why is Israel called the daughters of the wave? Uh huh. So, so, see, did, did, what what he did was he took a verse of of Isaiah and Isaiah he calls her Baz Galim. So why? So why it's a reference to Jewish people, like you know, a nickname for the Jewish people, like uh, you had, you, you, you had like you, you would call your daughter by some uh, some some name, uh, like sweetie sweetheart, or call her whatever, just give her an extra name. You would call her, right? And then somebody would ask you, oh, why did you why why are you calling that? Okay, sweetheart, we knows because she's a sweetheart. But why would you call her like uh, whatever whatever name you gave her? So in this case, the Jewish people are sometimes referred to by the prophets, various different uh, names. So here they call her daughter of waves. So why, why daughter of waves? Now, the, the word gali means waves, but he gave two interpretation. In the Torah, there is no vowel, so it can be golim as well, just as galim or golim. Galim means wave, golim means people that travel always are exiled from place to place. So that's why he gave two interpretations. So one interpretation is that daughter of waves, because a wave is a significant occurrence in the ocean. The ocean is full of water, and a wave is sort of a change, is special, is unique. It's something you can tell that in the vast ocean, you can tell a wave is coming. That represents the Jewish people because they're like a daughter of waves because their forefathers made waves, uh, meaning uh, Abram, Isaac, and Jacob, they made waves. In other words, they weren't just ordinary people that lived at the time, but rather they had a message, they made waves, and there was, they were significant, basically. So that's why the Jews are called daughters of Galen. That's according to one interpretation. The other one is called daughters of exilers, because 
already they're, they're, been, they're being exiled uh, all the time. They could be called sons. Oh, so the, in, in, in a way, the Jewish people are many times called in a feminine language because the feminine expresses uh, more, uh, I guess, sensitivity and more uh, love, or things like this. So the Jewish people are called a lot of the times like Bastion, they're called always daughter, daughter. They're always called by the language of daughter versus son. Generally, um, God is the masculine, and the Jewish people are the feminine next to. So we're always called. It's always like a uh, in, in a feminine language. So, so, the, so the, the, the English language doesn't have masculine and feminine. Uh, it's only romantic languages. But you know, a wave and the ocean. What's more powerful, the ocean or the wave? One is I don't know. It's the wave that gives the power to the ocean. To the ocean. When, when you have a tsunami, it's not the ocean, it's the wave that creates the problem. Now it creates the energy. Mm. But I, I, my understanding is that there's an energy that comes from the bottom of the ocean. From the bottom of the ocean comes the current. There's various, various different... Uh, so what, what is the powerful force? Is it the ocean or is it the wave? 